Hello, welcome to Daily for Thursday, May 11th. It's uh, 17 degrees, feels like 16 degrees. Sorry to anybody coming to Canada for the first time. Maybe you're coming to see you too in Vancouver. It can get cold. It's supposed to be rainy. That's going to suck, standing in line in the rain. Anyways, this episode of Daily is brought to you by Patreon supporters like you. Patreon.com slash iChris. Check out how many, how many, how you can support my podcasting efforts more directly with a dollar or two a month, like some awesome Amazing folks who do each month. It's an honor, and I am apologize for not getting an episode out last week. I don't think I did. Uh, it's been a while since, or two weeks, two weeks since the uh, How How You Like Me Now, which is a, a long time to leave that episode in particular sitting as the top episode, um, most recent episode in this podcast. So if nothing else, this episode will change that. So there you go. That's How You Like Me Now. So this week, like I said, hinted at, uh, is uh, U2 weekend. They're opening their Joshua Tree Tour in Vancouver on Friday night as I record this. It's Thursday. And uh, so I'm headed out there tonight going with friend Kevin to see the concert. Uh, we're flying out tonight, stopping at his parents' place just outside Vancouver and then driving in tomorrow morning to get in line with all the rest of the uh, YouTube nut jobs and <laughs> YouTube fan nut jobs and, uh, and get rained on for a while and figure all that stuff out and try to get, in. we're in the general admission area, which means we're just run into the floor and uh, either trying to get as close. I haven't actually talked to Kevin about this, but I've, um, I, I've seen you two now uh, three times, I think. And so been right up close, you know, nearly getting sweat on and also stood back for part of a concert and was way at the top of a stadium for one concert, top of uh, Edmonton's Commonwealth stadium for pop Mart way back in 97, I think. Um, so I've sort of seen them at all different angles and spaces. And so, for this one, it feels a bit like, because um, I think it's going to be a kind of an emotional concert. It's uh, There's just a lot of songs that are, there's history, there's nostalgia, there's songs they haven't played almost, well, some, one song, a couple songs they haven't played ever live and some songs that they said they probably wouldn't ever play live again. And those are all getting rehearsed and stuff as we speak out in Vancouver. And so, uh, yeah, it's, I think, my thinking anyways is that I'm actually going to stand back maybe near the sound booth or whatever, soundboard and stuff, and just take it in from a little further back, knowing that um, unless I'm like you're aggressive and you're way, putting yourself way out there, there's no chance to like, uh, yeah, of either getting, <laughs> getting pulled up on stage to play a song, which would be awesome. But um, yeah, it, the first show, I don't think they'll be doing anything like that anyways. Um, but yeah, just taking it in. So anyways, the, what I, Getting it, YouTube thing is going to be fun. I'll we'll review it on the at YouTube podcast, and I'll probably talk about it next week. I'm sure when I'm back home. Um, but uh, the traveling thing, I, I re- I've realized over the last few years that I get oddly nervous about the general idea of traveling, and um, and it's not a big thing. Like it's we're two provinces over, staying at a friend's house, uh, friend's parents' house, and you know nothing sketchy at all, um, sort of thing. But it's kind of more in my subconscious of like not knowing what the bed I'll be sleeping in looks like, you know with I've never been to his parents' place and where we're going to be downtown and all that kind of stuff and worrying about my phone dying because it's stupid iPhone 6 that's dying, battery dies all the time. Anyways, all that stuff. And then, uh, it, but it took me a while to sort of re- recognize how much that stress is sort of heavy on me in the week or so leading up to a trip like this because I, I like to think of myself as adventurous and someone who would happily move to a different part of the world for a year just to try living there and, you know, barring um, kids life stuff, it would be a great sort of adventure. But the reality is that 
uh, even this four day trip, two provinces over puts the, the sort of weird hamster in my brain into overdrive without kind of letting the front of my brain that can actually do something about it, know about it. It's just kind of sitting there. So, so here's sort of what I try and do anyways to, I've tried to do anyways to com- combat that and, and sort of kick my brain out of that mode. First thing is for me and is recognizing it happens and it's happening. And so when I'm getting angry at my kids for asking me uh, how you like me now when they're supposed to be brushing their teeth and my reaction is more in line with them telling me they've blown up our van on purpose or something on that scale, I kind of know something's up and sometimes it's lack of sleep. Sometimes it's, you know, work stress or life stuff that's happening. But uh, especially around in preparation for a trip, that's um, something that really sort of like Again, like I said, sort of lies beneath the surface. Second thing I do is write down some thoughts. So for me, this means opening up Apple's Notes app on the Mac or on my iPhone and just starting a new document and writing out anything and everything I can think of that I need to remember, remember to do. Maybe like in this case, I wrote out sort of a rough schedule of of where and when I want to be different places and what might might be happening. Because again, I think of myself as being casual, relaxed, come what may, you know, kind of thing, which I, I am in the moment, but I know deeper in my subconscious somewhere there's like a, a to-doist to-doer planner preparer person that's fighting to get out and never is going to actually get out because um everything else in my brain beats them down <laughs> but <laughs> it's they're running around worrying without being able to actually communicate anything to the rest of my brain so doing that writing stuff down and kind of solves a bit of a problem where it puts my brain into active problem solving mode and helps me get off the like just what if scenarios of nothing uh that you know isn't based in reality but is where my brain usually gets stuck in so um the third thing i do is as always as you should be doing is drink water this isn't really a thing really to stress about travel but you should probably drink more water yes you i'm talking to you i'll wait while you go get a glass fill it up and chug most of it okay so i'm still waiting just go don't don't be stubborn. You don't have to be stubborn about it. It's just water. I've dealt with a nine-year-old and a four-year-old fighting with me to, to drink water. I can handle you, 40-year-old or 20-year-old or whatever age-year-old. Go get some water and drink it. Take another sip. One more big sip. Okay. Let's move on. Fourth thing I do is uh, actually do something to move me closer to getting ready to go. And uh, like I said, I'm not overly consciously thinking oh crap, what if I forget something? It's more of like beneath the surface feeling of dread or worry. And so so like the other day, I just grabbed the little suitcase that I was going to take and started throwing socks and underwear and no major decisions to make about like which kind of socks or anything like that. Being a guy it's in particular, I guess there's not much worry there. And uh, and how many pairs of socks? I just count out how many days plus a few extra because it's raining and you're done. Now, I know if I did nothing else, I'd have the clothes that I'm wearing on the flight plus clean underwear and socks for the whole trip. And that's all you really need, right? Maybe I'll pack my toothbrush and stuff because that'd be gross and my contact solution and glasses and things like that. But um, it just kind of helps move me a bit forward. And that's where often, if you're a worrier at all, like I tend to be, you kind of just end up stewing and sitting in worry and not actually doing a thing that helps you. Just just some small thing that moves you a step closer to towards wherever you need to be or go or do. And that happens with me in work projects as well as traveling to you too. So, all right, 
Well, tweet at me if you have uh, some thoughts about how you help get your brain unstuck if you're worrying or processing something. I'm iChris on Twitter. And be sure to uh, tweet at me if you're going to be in Vancouver for you too. It'd be fun to see you there. We'll be, I'll be there with the at you two, at you two.com crew. And uh, we have staff, staff shirts. Staff sounds like really formal. Nobody's paid, but um, they do have like sort of staff shirts. So sometimes, um, it looks like it makes it look like we're more official <laughs> with the band or something like that. So, um, but yeah, don't be, if you're there and you're happen to be around, I'd say hi and, uh, we will, uh, we'd love to meet you. And, uh, if not, I will be, I'm sure talking about the show and videos and photos and tweeting and Snapchats and whatever else. Um, uh, as long as my phone doesn't die, I'm anxiously awaiting Apple some sort of new announcement and or deals on the iPhone seven. So that's where I sit. That's a whole nother podcast though. Thanks for listening. You can follow this podcast, uh, goodstuff.fm slash dailyish. Please leave a rating or review in iTunes. It would help a lot. I just got an awesome five-star review from somebody after the YouTube podcast got a one-star review from somebody complaining about that fake laugh. That, that laugh I just did. That was the, a fake laugh that they were really annoyed at. So, uh, I've tried to, um, not laugh anymore because I don't get out enough. Um, so, but yeah, you can leave a reading or review on iTunes and, uh, follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash iChris and Patreon, patreon.com slash iChris. And of course, check out goodstuff.fm for awesome podcasts about TV shows, about YouTube, about, uh, the morning show. They, the morning show just had a hilarious, I found it hilarious, especially if you listen to it in headphones, uh, little audio game show where they, Kyle took out, uh, did, uh, played Gordon Ramsay making a, a thing and trying to get Kenny to guess what it was by without having any of the ingredients mentioned. So anytime he Gordon mentioned a, an ingredient, Kyle cut that audio out. And especially with headphones, I found, I played it back for my wife afterwards, and it wasn't as funny maybe in the moments because you know in your in your ears and your headphones it feels a little more intimate. And he's talking up this food that you can't actually don't actually know what he's. Anyways, I laughed. Kenny laughed really loud. You should go check that out. Good stuff. FM slash Morning Show and. Uh, We'll see you again. Have a great weekend. Thank you for listening. Bye.